Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. This is CBS Sports Radio and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm happy to be here with you. Everybody listening across North America as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Obviously, we've already started to discuss Thursday night football where the Cincinnati Bengals beat Miami tonight in Cincinnati. The final score, 27-15. to 15. We've talked about Aaron Judge. We've talked about Brett Favre. We've talked about Miles Garrett. And the big news outside of the football game tonight was the fact that Tua Tonga-Valoa had to exit the game in the second quarter with head and neck injuries. They had to cart this man off of the field, put him on a stretcher, put him into an ambulance, took him straight to the hospital, and about 30 minutes ago, we found out that he's good enough to fly home. He's been discharged. He will be good enough to fly home to Miami with the Dolphins. This is the same Tua Tonga-Valoa who this past Sunday, in taking on the Buffalo Bills, we saw his head. He landed on his back. His head bounced off of the field. And he kind of stumbled on his way back into the huddle. Uh, He was cleared to participate in the game. Afterwards, the Dolphins said it was his back. And so in a span of, what, five days? Tua Tonga-Valoa, we've watched his head bounce off the field like a basketball. And the hit tonight, just just absolutely ridiculous. the, The hit tonight that drove him into the ground was almost like he was grabbed by the waist. I think it was Joe Tupo, I think it was is who grabbed him. He was grabbed by the waist on a sack, and he was just kind of slung down like a slingshot, like he was being suplexed. It's, it was it was bad. It was awful. A matter of fact, here's, here's what it sounded like, courtesy of the Dolphins radio network. Most of it remains the running back. The play action to a roll to his left stops. Nobody's open, Joe. He's going to be sacked back in his own territory at the 47-yard line. Two is down. He got body slammed. He got thrown down, and they're coming out right now. Jimmy had time to get rid of it. Instead, he 
gets thrown down hard and he's not getting up. Oh, boy. And now it's Josh Tupo, not Joe. Either way, that's still a big ass dude. Six foot four, 340 pounds. Not necessarily the guy you want to. You know, just moving you around like a sack of potatoes. And that's that's where Tua Tonkavaloa went. And so last hour, we actually had Dr. David Chow join us. He's a former team physician for the Chargers. I want to share with you some of his comments, and we'll do that briefly. I have to get to the portion of the game. I know there's a, a lot of concern about Tua Tonkavaloa and whether or not he should have even played tonight. You know, what the actual process is. These are some of the questions I asked Dr. David Chow. On the football side of things, the game was, it was okay. It was all right. But the entire second half was just, it's like Tua watch. Like, what's going on with Tua? There were conversations about, you know, the transparency of the Amazon broadcast and whether or not they were going to mention it. I'm obviously here on the radio. I cannot hear the broadcast, but... I believe that Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet, they didn't do a deeper dive into Tua's injury or even mention like the full concussion until the fourth quarter. Richard Sherman, who now works for Amazon, and for years he's talked about Thursday night football being a poop fest and how he's hated the idea of playing on Sunday and then automatically turning around and playing on Thursday. So there's a lot of criticism flying around, a lot of blame. Some of it is your typical, let's yell at somebody because it's social media, and and we'll get into that. On the football side, Cincinnati, they improved their record to 2-2. Miami improves its record, or excuse me, Miami falls to 3-1. No longer undefeated here in the season. We know the Dolphins, for the most part, they've had some comebacks. They've had some near misses. Are they really a 3-0, 4-0 team? Probably not. You are who your record says you are, but they it's not like they've been out there just blowing teams away. And so when we got into the second quarter, it was a 7-6 game, Cincinnati over Miami. And then we go into the third quarter. It's, you know, 14-12, Cincinnati over Miami. Teddy Bridgewater comes on and even helps lead the Miami Dolphins, to a touchdown. He throws a pass to, to Chase Edmonds. And then we move into the third quarter. Miami kicks a field goal. They go up 15-14. to 14. And then after that, it was just it's full steam ahead. You know, the Cincinnati Bengals, they, they took control at that point. Joe Burrow, 59-yard pass to T. Higgins in the second quarter. We move into the fourth quarter. It looks like the Dolphins are going to show some life. A couple of field goals here or there by Cincinnati. And then when Miami's trying to get back into the game, Von Bell, he did this. I want you to take a listen. Courtesy of Cincinnati Radio Network. Second and 10, Bridgewater 
Fires a quick pass. Oh, intercepted baby. at the nine-yard line. Running the ball back now to the 20, 25-30. Von Bell to the 45, the 50, nice. and the Dolphins' 45-yard line. Von Bell's Big. second interception of the game gives the Bengals the ball back in Miami territory with three minutes and five seconds to go. And this is basically the finisher, Joe Burrow. He was able to connect with Hayden Hurst on a pass, and this pretty much, this pretty much put a stamp on the game. Listen. Third down and goal from the two. They still have a sixth offensive lineman in. Burrow wants to throw. Easy. His pass yeah. caught by Hurst. Easy. Touchdown. Nice. nice. Bengals. Nice. And that should be Coffin Nails. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, so by the time we went into the, the second half of the game, the Dolphins, they didn't muster more than a field goal. And the Bengals, they scored that touchdown plus two field goals. They scored 13 points in the fourth quarter alone, and it was pretty much a steamroller. That's it. All she wrote. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow told everybody to relax. Now they're 2-2. Two and two. They don't look like a complete joke, especially coming off of the Super Bowl. And when it comes down to Miami, the Dolphins, they fall to 3-1. and one, But all of the concern is around Tua Tonga Valoa. His head coach, he talked after the game. And, uh, you know, Coach Mike McDaniel, this is the latest update that he gave. It was a scary moment. Um, he uh, was uh, evaluated for um, for concussion, and he's in the concussion protocol. Uh, he, he, was at, he was at the hospital. I believe he's about to get discharged. Well, he went on to say that just that entire scene was just, just very difficult for him to watch. That is not part of the deal that anyone signs up for, even though you you know it's a possibility in, in football to have something that you have to get taken off and on a stretcher. As all of his teammates, myself, we were all um, very, very concerned. I told you in the second half of the game, the Dolphins did not muster more than a field goal. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, even in that, 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 uh, that second quarter, immediately after Tua's injury, he helped lead them on a touchdown drive. They went about 75 yards down the field, and Teddy was able to connect with Chase Edmonds, and they put a score on the board. It was 14-12 Cincinnati led heading into halftime. But they fell flat after that, only a field goal in the second half of the game. And so Coach McDaniel, he basically said, oh, hell yeah, it was tough. Of course it was after Tua got hurt. I think a lot of people struggled. I know me personally um, that, you know, if I didn't have a job to do for the organization and the rest of the players um, and I didn't have that, that uh, um, I don't know, obligation in, in my mind, I, uh, yeah, I, I would have tapped it. I, it's not something that um, is comfortable for anybody, and um, it was a, it was not a situation that you want for any of your players or or your team in general. It's some scary stuff. Um, I'm just glad that it, that it worked out. You don't really hear that. 
that's rare to hear. And when I say that, I'm I'm referring to the honesty of, yeah, if I didn't have a job to do, I'd 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 quit. Like I'm not interested in coaching this game anymore. I wanna I care about the human being that's out there. And sometimes that's how it feels as a fan when you see these major injuries. And in the case of Tuatonga Valoa, he's had two of them seemingly in a week. We can paint them as a back injury and say, oh, it's not his neck or whatever the case may be. The guy's been hurt seriously twice in one week. There's going to be a lot of folks giving their opinions. Oh, he shouldn't have played, and the Dolphins let him play. The NFL let him play. The Players Association has let it be known that they're going to conduct an investigation as to why he went back into the game, why he was allowed to go back into the game this past Sunday. Everyone says it was his back. And maybe it was. Maybe this is just a a stroke of bad luck. The Tuatonga Valoa exited or didn't exit Sunday's game because it was only a back injury. And that tonight on that sack, it, it was only his back even though his hands and losing control of his hands and his arms in that moment when he was hit was certainly terrifying. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Clinton is calling for Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How are you doing, JL? I'm very good, Clinton. What's up? So I just got out of work, so I finally got a chance to see the hit tonight on Tua. You said it right. It looked like he simply got – somebody took a WWE suplex on him and drove him right into the ground. And I don't think he should have been playing on Sunday to finish that game out. First of all, I think they should have given him the night off, even though, yeah, it lessens the Dolphins' chances of winning the night. But look at the long-term – the long-term gain over the short-term gratification of winning and being far enough. Well, we know the NFL is a, it's a results business. We can go ahead and look week to week or game to game. We have Justin Herbert, and he, we got a lot of guys who are hurt right now. Justin Herbert has been running around with fractured cartilage. He had to put an extra pad around his waist or his ribs, his midsection, to protect him. He was out in the game in a blowout against the Jaguars this past Sunday. And when asked why was he out there, why is Justin Herbert still in the game, even Justin Herbert said, I I didn't want to leave my guys hanging. And so it's a dog-eat-dog world in the NFL. You're here today, gone tomorrow. Tua Tongavaloa knows that. He's seen it up close and personal with Ryan Fitzpatrick. We see Teddy Bridgewater is out there. We know that he is a serviceable quarterback. And so it's really not a shock or a surprise that that Tua was out there if he was cleared. Well, I completely understand that. But at the same time, sometimes sometimes you've got to look out for your health. And because even though, yes, I, I've seen it myself with Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe, and I was a Bledsoe fan. And then watching Bledsoe get knocked out and Brady take over and see, saw what happened, yeah, it was I get the next man off. Because I'm, I'm actually a special Olympic athlete of the last 30 years. Um, 
But the watch the court, but the watch is swinging like that. Yes, I understand that there's you're taking a chance if you sit out and not be able to finish it. But you got to take your body into account too, and asking yourself how much can I take before I'm actually hurting my team rather than helping it. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's the mentality of a lot of NFL players. It's as as much as they should be thinking about themselves, they're thinking about their careers first. They're thinking about their their commitment to their teammates. They're thinking about the money, which is natural. You know, they have a right. short period of time to go out there and make this life-changing money, and they put their bodies on the line to go out there and do it. And uh, tonight was was one of those those reminders. Hey, Clinton, uh, you, you said you're a Special Olympics athlete, man. What's your play? I have played. I started out in 1992 as a track and fielder. The following year, I became a swimmer. Then after I graduated from high school, I became a softball, uh, traditional professional bit basketball, uh, speed skating. Um, I've done volleyball. I've done unified basketball, which that is amazing if you've ever seen it, JR. Oh, yes. I'm familiar with all the unified sports, yes. Oh, dude, Unified is amazing, and I love it for a multitude of reasons. Is because it take it gives people with non-disabilities a true chance to, one, build fr- friendships with, um, with, with the special needs athletes, but also gives, makes it so that while you're going through school, makes it easier to be able to be around and have people because, as we both know, people with disabilities get looked at a little differently. And when you can change that atmosphere by having athletes like that involved and working with us, it opens up that avenue and makes it makes us feel a little more freer to be able to do so. Nah, I, I love it. I love it. Well, Clinton, that's that's why I do my media for the movement tour. And I'm Yes, sir. Real quick. Yes, please. Um, I want you to go on to YouTube, and I want you to look up Clinton Bookmiller. I did a news interview a few years ago locally. Okay. No, I will. I'm going to go ahead and and, and check that out, and then you feel free to call me up anytime. Okay, Clinton? It was a great conversation. Great chatting with you, man. Definitely. You too, JR. Thank you so much, man. No doubt about it. Thank you, Clinton, for calling from Michigan. Yeah, I mean, unified sports is the way to go. SpecialOlympics.org. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, I just mentioned to you, you know, athletes are trying to, NFL athletes specifically, they're trying to capitalize on the right now. You know, I mentioned Justin Herbert to you. He, in the game, during a blowout, got busted up ribs in the cartilage. This is what he had to say early this week on why he still stayed in the game so late. I just didn't want to quit on my team. Um, you know, obviously a, a tough day for us, but uh, didn't want to go out and, um, you know, felt like we were getting the ball up quick, so I uh, didn't want to quit on my team. Didn't want to quit on the team. The, y'all lost. The game was done. That's just the mentality. Is it the mentality of a winner? Is it a stupid mentality? Uh, granted, you, you'd have to be on the team to understand it. But sometimes you got to know when to just sit down and not just focus in on the now, but the later. Justin Herbert is Justin Herbert. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Tua Tonga Valoa, this season, 
numbers absolutely spectacular. His numbers heading into tonight say that he is one of the best in the game for this season. We know that could be fleeting. Tuatanga Valoa could be here today and gone tomorrow, especially when your head is bouncing off the ground like nothing. Even Patrick Mahomes, prayers up. Uh, J.J. Watt tweeting out, please stop showing the replay. Julian Edelman showing a heart for Tua Tonga Valoa. You could be a football player or you could be a Joe Schmo like me. That was uncomfortable to watch. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Do you believe that, that Tua should have been out there in the first place? Last hour, we had a conversation with Dr. David Chow, former team physician for the former San Diego Chargers. And uh, you're going to hear from him. What does he think about Tua Tonga-Valoa playing? What does he think about Tua being cleared? We'll hear that right on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a first time caller, but a long time listener. So, first and foremost, I want to say I love your show. I enjoy it. It helps me get home at night when I'm taking a late shift at my job. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio Thursday Night Football. Cincinnati, they go over the Miami Dolphins in Cincinnati. The final score, 27-15. to And the Bengals, they hand the Dolphins their first loss of the season. The Dolphins fall to 3-1. and Meanwhile, the Cincinnati Bengals, they improve their record from an 0-2 start. They are now 2-2. We know that the Bengals, they just went to the Super Bowl this past season where Joe Burrow was treated like a pinata tonight they walk away with a victory and good for them meanwhile the miami dolphins there's so much concern about Tua tonga valoa as he appears to have suffered a, another head injury potentially they said this past sunday it was his back even though we all saw his head bounce off of the turf and then tonight we saw him get sacked and we saw him get suplexed into the ground we saw him get, I guess, he looked like a slingshot. He got slingshot into the ground. And he got stretched off of the field. He was taken to the hospital. He has been discharged. He's going to fly back with the team. And so I guess if we, we know anything, what, Tua Tonga Valoa, the Terminator? Is, is, is he invincible? We know about the hip surgeries. This man's hip was torn to shreds. I don't know. Maybe maybe he is a Terminator. I don't need to be a doctor to know you're not supposed to get hit like that. That much I know. But last hour, we actually did talk to a doctor. Dr. David Chow, former head physician for the Chargers. He came through and he spoke with us. And when you think about this past Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, he said that Tua had to have been evaluated by the team doctors. 
that he was evaluated by an independent doctor who was there on the scene. This is now a part of the NFL's concussion protocol, and that ultimately they let him play. Everybody let him play, and that it was just a matter of his back. Even though the NFL Players Association, they they are filing an investigation to figure out, is that true? This is what Dr. Chow had to say about that injury, and he said ultimately, Tua. Tua's the one who said it was his back. Listen. Just everyone remember before you scorch the Dolphins or the NFL, Tua is the one who also said, it was my back. Now, did the Dolphins convince him to lie? I doubt it, right? Tua isn't filing a complaint. It's the PA, and it's their right, and they should be able to do so. And I'm not taking any sides on this. I'm just saying, let's let the process play out, and hopefully it'll be okay. The first step is he's flying home. We can start seeing his symptoms. If he doesn't have symptoms going forward, it's not impossible for him to play. But I guarantee you the NFL is going to take a lot of scrutiny at this because they don't want to reflame a, a, a CT and head injury scandal. No, absolutely. And so then I asked him after this, these two, these two injuries which we all witnessed to Tua in one week, less than a week, I said, what happens next? The Dolphins, their next game is against the New York Jets. That does not take place until October 9th. Head injuries are tricky. Back injuries are tricky. I asked him, like, what's what's the next steps? What were the last steps? This is what Dr. Chow had to say. Thankfully, step one, check. No serious neck injury. Step two, check discharged from the hospital flying home with the team step three is hopefully he clears very quickly from symptoms step four is that nothing long term and step five or six or seven is eventually getting back to playing if he chooses to and let's leave it up to the medical doctors to his own doctors i'm sure his agent and family will get involved oh yeah i would hope so sometimes you got to protect these guys from themselves they have so much that they want to prove. They have so much money that's on the line. It's, you get you get one shot at this, and also one shot can take you out of it. 855-212-4CBS. Shea is calling from Colorado. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah. Um, I just – exactly what you said. All these guys, you know, they're tough guys. They want to play every week no matter what the injury and the big thing is I just think this is a failure on the PA, the NFL PA. I think it's a failure on the NFL's part. I think that something more should have been done after last week's injury. Should have been looked into more because, you know, just looking at the replay, when you're, you know, you, you're shaking your head, it looks like you're shaking off the cobwebs and nothing was done. And now, you look at the second injury and you, you, you see the hands immediately go to what happened. It's just scary. And, you know, that could have been a career-ending injury for a guy. Yeah, we, we don't know. Shay, if I may ask you, we know that the NFL Players Association, that they're, they're looking into everything that took place on Sunday as to why Tua was allowed to play, why he was able to stay in the game. Did the, the protocol actually get followed? Why Why do you blame or say that the NFLPA has failed? 
Well, I just think the the short time period from the Sunday to Thursday, you know, they didn't give enough time to to truly look into this, and maybe they did, or maybe they didn't, you know, take the time. But I just think that they should have been more strong on his behalf because he is a player and his career is on the line. And as a PA, as a Players Association, they should have stood up stronger to say, hey, we need to look into this more because, of course, he wants to play. He's a competitor. He knows what he's trying to do. You know, he wants to play. He wants to win. But they need to step in on his behalf and say, no, we need to stop this right now. Okay. Thank you, Shay, for calling from Colorado. You know, when you think about the Players Association and their role, primarily a lot of it is to try to implement a lot of these rules and and standards and protocols when they when they collectively bargain and that happens every what five to seven years and so the protocols that we have in place right now they've been bargained they've been collectively bargained we know they signed the light the latest deal early 2020 prior to the pandemic like there's there's only but so much they can do they can be an advocate but they can't force anybody. The Players Association has been very clear and very public in, in what has taken place. Even tonight, they sent out a tweet. Hey, we're doing this. We're still investigating. And they're covering their ass. That's what they're doing. 855-212-4CBS. Tim is here from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Show. Go ahead, Tim, quickly. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, just real quick, uh you know, when I see this, the first thing I did was set a prayer for him. And, you know, Chella, uh, whatever his name is, I can't even pronounce it. Um, but anyway, uh, I remember Joe Theismann's, uh, you know, injury and, and how much that affected me, you know. And it's like the players really, really, uh, you know, it, it's like, it's like it, everybody cares, you know, it, it's like, when, when when Joe Theismann broke his leg, the, the, half the defense on the Giants were waving at the sidelines, come help him, come help him. You know, so I don't know. It, it's just uh, I, I just felt so bad for that guy tonight. And I was listening on the radio at work. So, you know, I'm just now getting off work. But I just felt, I just said a prayer for him. That's all I could do. You know, I, yeah. I hate to hear that kind of thing, man. Yeah, Tua, Tua in the course of his career, and thank you, Tim, for calling for Maryland. Tua has taken a beating. In, his short, in the short time he's been in the NFL, he's taken a beating. He can't throw the long ball. He can't complete a pass. He, I mean, he threw an interception tonight on the long ball. He's not durable. He came into the league with a busted-up hit. His wonder lick sucked. And the minute that he's having success here in the NFL, the minute that they're not looking to replace him, he's just treated like a crash test dummy just this week alone against the Buffalo Bills, against the Bengals. And sure, yeah, Tua isn't the biggest guy. Is he going to last? I mean, these are questions for down the line. You know, who wants to think about Tua Tonga-Valoa, his, his durability, when the fact is – it doesn't matter if he's big as Justin Herbert or if he's five foot eleven, six feet, six one. You ain't you ain't supposed to bounce off the ground like that. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 4 CBS. 
What are your thoughts on Tua being in the game tonight? What do you think about his return? Are you concerned with what you saw? It's just, look, you don't have to be a doctor to be concerned. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, uh, JR. <clears throat> Thanks for having me on. Uh, first time caller. You got a great show. I really uh, like your show. You're really patient, and I think you're really objective. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thursday night football, it's a wrap. Cincinnati over the Dolphins, 27-15. to 15. I'm going to take more of your calls here on uh, Tua Tagovailoa. The injury that he suffered tonight had to be stretchered off of the field after what was another apparent uh, head-neck injury. He does go to the hospital. He is discharged. He is going to get on the team plane with the Dolphins and fly back to Miami earlier this week in what appeared to be a head injury and Tua stumbling. They said it was a back injury, and so we have no idea. No one has the details. The NFL Players Association is investigating what took place this past Sunday on that initial hit, and the one that we saw tonight was was just as violent, if not more violent. He was basically grabbed by the waist and slammed to the ground like a suplex. He just just watching his head. He, he was slung into the ground. That's... That's the best way I can describe it if you haven't seen it. it's uh, It wasn't pleasant to watch. And so I guess this is good news, the fact that he's getting on the team plane and going back to Florida. And so we have to uh, kind of take the, the, the good with it that he's flying home and that he's still not in the hospital. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, after the game, Teddy Bridgewater, He was able to take over for Tua, immediately led them on a touchdown drive. Uh, Later in the game, they weren't able to muster any points, just a field goal. Teddy Bridgewater, he said, tonight, oh, it was tough as hell. Tough loss tonight, man. Um, You know, um, it's tough uh, walking away from a game like tonight, um, especially given the circumstances. 855-212-4CBS. Eric is here from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief. Hey, what's up, JR? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I just wanted to talk about the uh, the neglect and uh, negligence that the NFL's got. You know, they're putting these players in when they're not ready. I know they were making a big thing about concussions and taking these players out in this nice, shiny blue tent to put people in. But you've got someone like Drew Brees, uh, future Hall of Famer, I mean, a decorated quarterback in the NFL advocating for a Texas quarterback, college kid, to get shot up and get back in the game because he was, you know, beating Alabama. I mean, a guy like that giving advice to a kid, um, you know, setting him up for, you know, if he were to go to the pros, he's going to think that's something normal. Here you got Tua, who, like you were saying earlier, he's been taking a beating in his short-lived career. Now that he's finally got the ball rolling, 
Um, he's got that pressure. You know, he's got that pressure to perform. So he's wobbling a couple days ago, and now look what happened. You know, the NFL is just not protecting their players. And I hate to go back to, uh, to Rod Taylor, but, you know, a simple doctor, another injection led to a punctured lung. You know, glad to see that he's, he's suing the charges for what happened to him. But I just don't think the NFL is doing a good enough job to protect their players. Well, and thank you, Eric, for calling from Chicago. When have they? I mean, the, the nature, and this is, this is why we, we always have situations where the players want an independent physician. They want to have their own doctor. And this is why, even in the case of, of concussion protocol, you, have, you now have an independent doctor on the sidelines because the NFL doctors, they work for the teams. They work for the NFL. Like, what's the goal? So make sure that you're healthy enough to go out there and play. Hey, you got a foot injury? Hey, can you make it worse? No, you can't. Is it going to hurt a lot? Yeah, it is. So let's just give you a shot. Just give everybody a shot. Give everybody a pill. Go out there and play. Lewis calling from Rochester. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, JR. Uh, I, I need to make a point on uh, Tua. I, I feel really sad for him. Um I think at first I thought the same as you that it was concussion related based on how um, he stumbled a couple times in Sunday's game, and then um, tonight, um, kind of similar effects. But I think that fan from Chicago that I called earlier that equated like his injuries to spinal cord type stuff has some merit. I, I think that. Uh, Tua may not have been lying about his back on an earlier hit in, in the game against the Bills, and I, I saw. I first, I have I've been a Bills fan. I saw Aaron Williams having to leave the game and retire because of uh, spinal narrowing. Same thing with Derek Burrows, who was. Uh, they were both great players, actually, defensive backs, cornerbacks. Uh, they have to do testing that, that's more than concussion-related for him because we don't want him to be paralyzed. Yeah, sure. Um, St- spinal, spinal stenosis, narrowing of the spine. Yes, yes, correct. Uh, be, be, because it's neuro- it seems like it's more neurological than concussion-related. Well, here's a... No, it, it, that is that is that is a possibility. But here's the thing, Lou, and thank you for calling from Rochester. The brain, the spine, the back. You don't have to be Jameis Winston to know how the body works. It's all connected. And so, whether or not Tua had a concussion, whether it's a back injury, whether it's his neck, okay, sure, fine. You ain't supposed to get hit like that. And it's a, it's, it's a part of the game. It's the nature of the game. You play the game, you're going to get hit. You play the game, you're going to get hurt. You're going to be injured. You, all of this, you, you play long enough, you're going to have long-lasting effects later into your life. It's just the facts. Nobody wants to see anybody get hit like that. And so, yeah, Tua's on the plane. What, do you think he's feeling great right now?
Jim is calling from Georgia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Well, when it comes to athletes, if every doctor and everybody did their homework and did it and everything explained to him, I guess ultimately it's up to him. It's like Kirk Gibson back when he had the thigh, hip injury in the knee and his ankle, and then he was cleared to play. Well, there's a difference. Ankle. There's a difference. Out to the plate. Well, Jim. Jim, there's a difference. No, there's a difference between baseball and the NFL. Okay, there's a massive difference between baseball and the NFL. The last time I looked. You know, baseball players aren't going out there being tackled by anybody. You you can say that it's ultimately up to him, and that's true. He has a say. We used the example of Justin Herbert participating in a blowout earlier this week, and Justin Herbert said, yeah, I didn't want to let my teammates down. Well, y'all are getting your ass whooped. Y'all are losing. The game is in the can. Coach Staley can say, you're done. It's really that simple. Where do you fall on the respect order? Where where do you fall on the pecking order? And so, yes, athletes have a say as to whether or not they play. In the NFL, I think we all know this. This is is quite apparent. Players are replaceable. Do the teams have an investment in players? Yes, they do. But for all things considered, the Dolphins ain't thinking Tua Tagovailoa is going to be out there forever. They don't think any of their players, they have very few players that anybody runs around and says, oh, they can't be replaced. Anybody can. And sure, yeah, Tua went out there, but that's not to say. And this is why the Players Association is investigating. It's simple. Did every box get checked for Tua to go back out there? Because if he did suffer an injury, whether it's to his back or to his brain or to his neck, was every box checked for him to go play? Because if he wasn't supposed to be out there, then even if Tua wanted to play, he wouldn't have been allowed to, Jim. That doesn't have a damn thing to do with Kirk Gibson running around with a bum leg to hit a home run, okay? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. We're going to hear from Joe Burrow on the other side of the break. He spoke to the media. Yeah, it's a, it's a busy night, a real busy one. It's the JR Sport Reshow, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.